What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Hot Lap uh, with Belly Up Sports. Jr. here, Brandon Key, as usual, and um, man, we had a we had a really good week of racing, didn't we? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing and what everybody wants us to get to first is probably uh, the Noah Gregson, uh, Mott Snyder incident on the racetrack. Yeah, man. That was about as intentional as it comes, and for him to you know beat her on the bush trying to make excuses was a little ridiculous, in my opinion. You got to own up to stuff like that. Has he st- has he came out yet and and said uh, that he did it on purpose? No, but I did hear Dale Junior. put his two cents in about it, saying he knows it was intentional, and he's like, "Man, you got to own up to stuff like that and learn right. from your mistakes." But I don't know what Snyder did during the race to piss him off so bad, but. That was yeah. terrible. I don't know if uh, we really got um, to see a replay of the laps before, but um, I don't know, man. Until he comes out and says it's intentional, I could still see how it was. No, it no. was an incident. I mean, I'm not saying I'm neither a uh, uh, I, I'm neither a huge fan of Noah Gregson or Mike Snyder. I both respect them, and I think that they're some up and coming talents, you know, in the sport, but. I mean, I, I just think that maybe he just, you know, Mike Snyder was racing him pretty close and he, uh, you know, was trying to do a real aggressive side draft. I mean, I could see where that, that could be the case. But then again, I'm he pretty was, sure he told Junior today that it was intentional. Uh, well, I haven't watched all of the – I haven't watched that podcast today. I watched some of it, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, was, it was bad. Was it? <laughs> well – Man, Las Vegas actually gave us a lot of things to talk about. One being that incident, and I know we kind of jumped right into that. We had a race, a race before the Saturday night race of uh, the X- Saturday night Xfinity race, uh, the Truck Series. Kyle Busch won another truck race, and now there's a bounty on him. So, what do you think about the bounty? It's more used, uh, you know. I've seen bounties in like short track racing and stuff like that, but what do you think it? Think about it in like the top three levels of NASCAR. I mean, I definitely think it's going to, you know, help the rating watching. If if any of the NASCAR drivers do come down and take the, the chance of beating Kyle Busch, but I definitely think it's going to bring in more viewership for broadcast companies. But yeah. I think it's great, man. Uh, you know, I, I watch truck races every once in a while, some um, every other weekend maybe. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to miss it if it's uh, if we got some cup drivers in there racing for a bounty for sure. Right. And – um. Yeah, I, I think that the little bit of the um, Dale Jr. download that I did listen to, they made a good point. Um, you know, he's, uh, he said that, like like you said, first of all, no one knew Kyle Busch's four races left that he was going to race this year. Well, guess what? People probably know them now. Oh, yeah. That's that's one thing is, you know, more eyes on that series. Um, and then – to show, I think the main thing that I took away is what Kyle Busch is doing is not easy to do. And um, he makes it look effortless going out there and winning all these races every weekend, whether it be in the trucks and the Xfinity series. So, Well, you know, I think he does pick his favorite tracks, the tracks that he's great at. But So it's going to be hard to beat Kyle Busch with his type of equipment and, you know, the skill set that he has. Right. Did did he run Las Vegas uh, 
Well, I'm sure he did because that's his home track. He probably tried to to run it as many times. But uh, did he run it last year in the uh, the spring Las Vegas truck race? Yeah, I'm pretty. Sure, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but um, I don't know. You you think he cherry picks a lot of these tracks? I mean, I guess you you have a point. I guess you got to run it. Uh, if he's going to do these double and triple duty uh, weekends, he's got to do it at tracks when this all three series are there. I mean, I guess he doesn't have to, but. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like, if, you're, if you only get five races, why not race your favorite tracks, you know? Right. Yeah. Now I see what you're saying. I don't think he specifically cherry picks. I mean, he's got to work around the schedule that he makes. He does make, you know, who drives what truck and what schedule. Um, but but I don't know. I think that he's he's great at every type of track that's on the truck schedule, and he probably would win even if they went to Canadian Tire or something like that because he's, in my opinion, he's one of the best road racers, too, in the Cup Series. Yeah, for sure. So, if if you if you you know, okay, if Kyle Busch raced a full truck series, how many race wins do you think he would have throughout the season? Uh, at least ten. At least. <laughs> at, at least at the very least. He'd at least win ten of them. Um I yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested. I could, I could see fifteen or more. Yeah. I mean the ser- the ser- this the hmm. The series is schedule is quite a bit shorter. Um, what are it was? I think it's down to what twenty six races a year, something like that. Yeah, it's in that ballpark. Yeah. Um. So him winning, it would be impressive. He might, hell, he might even could get twenty wins. So I'd like to see it when he retires from Cup. I think he needs to run a full time. Well, we, you know, this is something we haven't ran across yet, and this is uh, this is something I'm really wondering. So we know the the rule with the cup drivers. It's like with five years or experience or less or more have the uh, have the rules that they that that they've been placed for them not to go down. So it's five five years of experience and more, and it's a different criteria for less than that. So since he has. When he retires, he'll have all these years of experience in the Cup Series. Would that disqualify him from going down and maybe racing like a full Xfinity Series or full truck season? I have no idea, man. We'd have to get the answer to that. but Yeah, but that's something I've thought about because I've thought about the same thing. I mean, it, it would be so cool to see him go down uh, in a lower series maybe afterwards and maybe chase that truck championship because you know that's the only title he doesn't have. So I wouldn't put it past him to, to try that. Right, and you know he loves uh, accolades. So, um, you know, there's a couple guys that have a shot to do that. Greg Biffle, you know, he won both the trucks in the Xfinity Series Championship, and we never was able to win the Cup Championship. And I think the only guy out there right now that has both of them that's running full time is Austin Dillon. Um, <laughs> and unless that uh, the RCR program, uh, which we're, we'll get to that in a little bit, because I was really, uh, really surprised with with how uh, some of those car, the Chevy cars ran this weekend, but Unless they get something uh, turned around, you know, in a hurry, I, I don't think he's going to be that guy to win in all three of those series. Yeah, I don't see it happening. I so, yeah, I just see it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but uh, pretty impressive stuff. And so um, this is kind of getting away from Kyle Busch. Um, I heard something since a report. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know how serious this is, but did you see? Uh, Talks of Brad Keselowski going in the 48 next year. I did see that and absolutely love it. <clears throat> I mean, I definitely could see it happening. I think he's kind of fed up with Joey Logano. 
Yeah. Rightfully so. Well, you know, he's a big reason Logano's at Penske right now. He's a huge reason why. Uh, he, you know, from what I understand is uh, when they're trying, when they were trying to field the 22 ride after uh, Kurt Busch was let go, and then uh, at the end of the year, you know, they had they had, uh, you know, uh, Kurt Busch, and then they had AJ Allmendinger was in there, and he, you know, got in trouble for his um, issues. Um, and then I think Sam Hornish Jr. filled in for the majority of the rest of the year, if not the rest of the year. I, I can't remember. It's been so many years ago. Um, you know, he was a big advocate of getting uh, Joey, you know, in that ride. So you think at this point the relationship's kind of fractured? I mean, I don't think it's on, you know, good terms right now for sure. Just, I think Brad Keselowski could use a change of scenery. Um, going over to Hendrick and having those younger guys where he could, you know, yeah. teach a little bit rather than having – guys that have been there almost as long as he has besides Blaney. Yeah. And, you know, man, if he goes over to uh, Hendrick Motorsports, you know, he's kind of got the connection already with, uh, oh, yeah. with you know, going back to him racing for uh, Junior Motorsports and their, you know, alliance with Hendrick Motorsports. But also that is going to be a uh, – that is going to be a stacked team. Oh, it sure is. How old is Kozlowski? Uh, he's in his mid-30s. We can look better. Mid-30s. Yeah. So let's look it up. He won his first championship. I think it was like twenty eight or something like that when he uh, won his championship in twelve. So, well, what I'm getting at is, I think he's got five to probably ten good years left in him. Right. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. Let's see how old Brad Kozlowski is. So it is peak, I guess, according to a lot right. of people. Brad's thirty six right now. I could definitely see six, seven more great years. Right. I mean, you look at Kevin Harvick, how competitive he is, and uh, you know, we just talked about his age. You know, at the end of his contract that he's that he just recently signed. So, um, if he runs like Kevin Harvick does, he's got twelve more years left. Do in. you think this package helps older drivers? You know, not because uh, you see older drivers, you know, fall off a little bit. But this package is so many pack racing races where, right, um. I don't really know. I I think that this package promotes a different mentality of racing. That I just think that I think the younger drivers have more of that mentality than an older driver does. Yeah, especially uh, this generation. So this generation we're getting away from, um, like Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Dylan Hart Jr., Tony Stewart, Matt Kenseth, all these greats from uh, from that generation. They grew up in um, what I've heard. Uh, coined like the Mark Martin era, where there's a lot of give and take. I'll let you go now because you're faster than me. Things like that. And uh, this package, you can't do that. The way the air moves around the cars, I mean, you just can't let somebody go. It's, I mean, you might not get back. You might not. You might not be able to get back around them. And the thing is, you know, you hear some of these older commentators or beat writers, well. And they blame it on these new generation drivers saying that's just how these new generation drivers race. I'm like, bullshit. I mean, there's nobody out there that I think is just a snobby ass driver that's going to race you dirty besides Joey Logano. <laughs> and uh, I just think, like you said, it's, a, it, it's part of the package. Yeah. The, it, it promotes us. It, it, you almost have to race like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you who I feel bad for is the spotters. God, I could. Yeah. This, I mean, you know, my spotting experiences on iRacing uh, with, you know, I think I spotted you one time at like Chicagoland or something like that. I was a freaking nervous wreck for you. And I wasn't even in driving the car. 
I could hear. So, it. You made me nervous. So I mean, think of think, and that was on that was on a simulation. Think about real life. You got you know millions on the line. You know you got a million dollar driver. Oh, I know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's um, it it's got to be. I don't know. I don't think that it, there's any one dirty driver. I don't even know if Joey's dirty. He's just kind of aggressive. Yeah, he's aggressive too. <sighs> Never. Mind. I'm not even getting into that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's been our theme the last couple of weeks. Let's <laughs> yeah. how to piss uh, Brandon off. Talk about Joey Logano. Yeah, there you go. So uh, anybody that's listening that's going to be on the show in the next couple of weeks, y'all hear it. You're listening to it now. Let's piss Brandon off. Talk about Joey Logano. <laughs> but um, are you drinking a beer? No, I'm drinking coffee actually. Ah, uh, I'm trying to. Okay, so. This is going to be uh, off topic of racing, but so I love a good cold beer in the afternoons, but of course I've been trying to be healthy here lately. And God, here we go. Why don't you go, why don't you just go ahead and tell all the listeners what you're in love with right now. What I'm freaking, I'm freaking hungry is what I am. And so I'm drinking coffee. No, I'm talking about that beard you got going on. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to grow a, a real long beard right now. So if anyone out there in the comment section or on Twitter want to, you know, give me some advice, I'm he's buying beard oils, guys. I'm beard products. I mean, I bought, you know, other things, washes. Hell is going on with. So I'm at about uh, I'm getting close to 45 days, um, a 45 day beard. So which I think, um, you know, I grow, I think. A little bit above average length. I've seen somewhere <laughs> where it's like. Uh, the average male grows about half an inch a month. I think I grow a little bit more than that. But so my- <laughs> did you write down the damn date in the calendar when you started? This? Yes, I did. Oh my god! Let's I, move to the next topic. I, <laughs> okay. So uh, the Cup race Sunday. Um, right now, was you know I know we're not doing our picks right now, but hold on. I'm pulling something up. Our picks for the race were Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex Jr. Yeah, uh, Martin Truex was probably the, the second best car until his unfortunate circumstance. Didn't uh, I think Kevin Harvick led the most laps? Didn't he? Whatever, I think he did. But I mean, I, I know that his car was <laughs> a short run car. But um, man, I'm telling you, I you know, I look um, at finishing order and just where they were all on the track when that final caution came out. I don't know if he could have won the race. Kevin was coming. I mean, yeah, I think he started, I don't know where he started, somewhere between maybe 5th, 7th, somewhere, I think. Not on that last restart. Where did he restart at? He pitted. I know, but not. how many people stayed out? Oh, a bunch of people stayed out. No. Yeah, let me, uh, I mean, we ain't got time to pull up the, the video right now, but uh, yeah, a bunch of people stayed out. I mean, it was, I think Ryan Blaney, uh, and then you had the guys that took two tires. I, I think he restarted, what, 10th or 12th or something like that? Yeah, you, you might be right. Uh, <clears throat> but what a stupid call that was. It's um, it's situational, uh, like, like Brent it's a, was talking it's about. It's two laps, man. Yeah. I mean, I think that I would have uh, stayed out, but, you know. It's... Well, okay, well, from what I've learned in this new tire model on iRacing, um, Cold tires suck. Yeah, how accurate is that? Have you have you had a driver? Well, you know, you know who we can ask. We'll ask Christian Eckett tomorrow. Okay, we're going to ask him. So, uh, we, you know, 
you've released it on Twitter that we're having uh, Christian Eckes on next week. So we'll ask him how the tire model compares. And when you start writing these questions, we had all these questions that we were going to ask Brent and Ray that we mentioned on the podcast. I don't think we asked any of them. Uh, yeah, you know, life life comes at you fast. We got busy jobs. We get yeah. on here and we chit-chat about racing, interact with all the people that listen. But right. this is just for fun. And you know, well, We can't get all the questions we ask because we write down 100. I know. Um, but Okay, so my point with bringing up finishing order so after after daytona brandon was beating me i was down 22 now in our points that we're doing brandon's uh up by 14 on me because i gained some points on him because um uh martin didn't have a good stage three well actually he actually rebounded i was pretty impressed with how well that car ran after the you know it really messed up the shape and of the that right side of the car i wouldn't have thought that he had much side force but I mean, it seemed to be ran okay. Didn't he make it back into the top ten at one point? Oh yeah, and I was I, okay. You have to edit that out. <laughs> I, I wasn't was, listening at all. What were you doing? Talking to Malik about what time? Hell, he can come on now and finish our conversation. It don't matter. <laughs> so you were just had to delete that part. All right, what were you saying? Go ahead. Okay. So, hell, I don't even know what I was... Okay, so, the reason I bring up uh, Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex in the race is because those were our, our picks. And our points last week, you were up by 22 after uh, Kyle Busch uh, engine expired in Daytona. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are now up by 14 on me after I gained some points on you. But, I will say, I thought that I was going to gain a lot more on you because I thought Martin Truex Jr.'s race was over. Look, you were through. you were about to gain about four points. Me, if he wouldn't, got, if Truex wouldn't have got caught up in that last wreck on the green white checker, he was coming to the top ten. I mean, I still, I, th- I think after the damage, I don't think he was better than Harvick was. No, I'm saying you would have gained some points, yeah, but not much because you know Truex got second in that first stage, and he would have right. finished top fifteen without being in that wreck. I think we picked two. Uh, Two uh, good drivers for the week. I think. I mean, who else would we have picked? I mean, besides, I almost picked Joey Logano too. I would never pick him. I don't care if he. <laughs> All right, but um, but yeah, man, what do you uh, what do you think of the finish? I I honestly was uh, cheering for. I I would have been happy with either Blaney or Bowman winning that race. No, I was cheering for Matty D. Well, this was before the caution <laughs> came out. Well, I don't know. I think. Bowman would have caught Blaney. Could he have passed uh, him? I don't know if he could have passed him, but I don't know what Bowman had that car doing in the last 20 laps, but he had that thing hooked up and he was coming. Man, Bowman, uh, he's he's involved in a lot of these uh, close end-of-race finishes, isn't he? Oh, yeah. I mean, Over the last that, two years. Yeah, that was two drivers that desperately wanted to win. So I would have liked to seen what, you know, transpired between those two. Uh, last so I, I seen your tweet after the race um, about uh, Blaney, that this is the race that you need. D- have you seen enough already this year to say, hey, this they're going to take a giant step forward this year? They ran in the top five all race. I mean, they were one of the best. They were probably the second best car on long runs, second or third. Yeah, I think he's I think he's ready to, to make a run at the championship for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I, I, I told you at the beginning of the season, I was high on him. I think, you know, especially with uh, – 
uh, with Todd Gordon. I, man, I, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. You look at the Penske lineup and you notice you notice one thing. Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney were really good all race. They kept up with the track well. Brad Keselowski at one point in the race, I looked up, and this wasn't during a pit stop sequence. He was running like 20th. No, I thought – no, Keselowski was like top six or seven. He was. He, he was for a lot of the race. But, but there, was, there was times he faded. And I, did, I thought that they didn't keep up with the track as well as uh, those two. And I think that's experience – Flopping those crew chiefs, I'm not not taking anything away from uh, from his crew chief, but I mean, think about it. It's Todd Gordon, Paul Wolf. They both won championships. I mean, you think that, I think this really is going to help uh, Ryan Blaney go to that next step? And I think it showed. I think it showed in Vegas. Oh yeah, I think uh, that kind of has to be bittersweet to see, you know, for Keselowski to see his crew chief win another race with Logano. Right, right. So, yeah, Logano's won that race two years in a row now, and two different crew chiefs. And Brad Keselowski wasn't wasn't in that because uh, I think they they changed teams and everything. That was uh, uh one of Brad's cars from last year. Yeah, I just you know what I really want to talk about is when is Chase Elliott's bad luck gonna stop? I don't know. Uh, he's had it though. I mean, he was by far. The best car, yeah. On on the longer runs because that thing stayed green. They had some good green lap. Uh, well, yeah, I had just gotten out. Me and my my wife Taylor uh, were watching the race, and it was um, right before that the round of pit stops where he had the flat tire, and um, I had just gotten out of my mouth. I think Chase has got this one in the bag, and she goes, "Nah." She calls uh, she calls Logano clown mouth. She goes, "Clown mouth's gonna win this one." You need to start letting her predict the winners. Dude, she's been right a lot. I mean, I remember one race last year, she was like, nah, Kyle Busch going to win this. He wasn't even in the wasn't even in the top five when she said that. Here he comes. He wins the race. <laughs> but, you know, she she predicts the the most obvious outcome. And, you know, I'm so optimistic for someone else new to win that I'm blinded by that, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, she uh, she watches and knows more about racing than she leads on. I would definitely like to see Matty D grab that win, but you know they're coming. I think they're definitely making the right move. Yeah, I, th- you know, I I think he might might win a race. He might uh, win a race and get into the playoffs this year. I don't think he's going to have to rely on points. Regardless, if he doesn't, I definitely think I can agree with you that he definitely win a race. But regardless, yeah. if he doesn't, I think he'll still be in. Uh, I think that team's ready to rock. Right. Um, what kind of, uh, what kind of track do you, do you see him winning at? I think it's going to be a short track, Bristol Rich. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and make my prediction now that Chase wins Martins. Well, you have to say that. What if I pick it? It might be my turn. I don't care. Well, since you're on that, uh, since you're on that. So this week is your turn to pick your driver first. Who's going to win this week? Uh, we're, we're we're in Fontana. So who you got this week? I'm gonna go with the uh, 2019 Cup Series champion Kyle Busch. <laughs> so you're picking uh, Kyle Busch this week. That's right. All right. Why? 
Why not? <laughs> Better question. Well, you know, the Toyotas didn't look too good last week. Exactly. You think he's wanting to run bad twice in a week in uh in, in two weeks? I don't think he wants to run bad any week, but um I don't know. That's a pretty safe pick. We got his esports driver coming on just a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm going. I guess this is uh, this could be considered the most bold prediction of the year. I think I'm going to go uh, Kyle Larson. I think that he was the. Uh, I know it's a different package, a different time, but he was the two mile king just a few years ago, and I. Uh, I think he gets back in the victory lane this week. At least gets me some good points. I hope. <sighs> I don't see it, but we'll see. You say that about every pick I make. And I've been right so far. I guess. I mean, I've won the first week, like, won the race. Off. Hey, hey, hey. You won the race? Who'd you pick? Denny Hamlin. Oh, that that wasn't our – you changed it, though. Not on the podcast you didn't pick Denny Hamlin. I damn sure did. You'll have to go back and listen to it. Are you For sure? Daytona, I picked Denny Hamlin. Who did you have me picking? Look at you trying to cheat on the points already. No, we're going to go back and listen to this, pod- this podcast. You didn't have Denny Hamlin. Yes, I did. Are you sure? Who did you think I put? I can't remember now. I done tallied it up. No, you're right. I didn't because I remember saying uh, – did, I really think Denny Hamlin's going to win. I just don't. I can't see him winning three out of four Daytona 500s. I backed <laughs> off my decision. I think I picked Chase. No, you did. You did pick Chase. You did. What the hell yeah. is wrong with me? I don't know. Look, you had me second guessing everything I, I know in life. That's what I'm trying to do. I need yeah. more points. Well, well, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we need to. We need to make sure. I'll go back and listen to the podcast or something. But, but anyways, I want before we do go over to Malik Gray, I want to just give a shout out to uh, John Hunter Nemechek and that front row motorsports team because Boy, he drove the wheels off that thing. Y'all, I don't know how much y'all are watching that race, but for most of the race guys, he was the best running rookie. I mean, there was times Tyler Reddick got in front of him, but. But man, I mean, I would—it it surprised me. And then, are you, you know, changing your rookie of the year pick? Who'd I say? I said Cole Custer, didn't I? But you can't listen to me because I said Cole Custer was going to win rookie of the year, but Christopher Bell was going to make the playoffs, and Cole Custer wasn't. So I don't know. But they—that forty-one really disappointed me uh, Sunday. He ran like shit. Yeah, I—I I mean, I don't—I don't know what what happened. I mean, really. All those SHR cars didn't run as good as I thought they were going to. You look wow. at practice speeds, 10-lap averages, and I even put uh, Eric Almarola and Clint Boyer in my, you know, in some of my lineups because, you know, Boyer was uh, top five in both practices, and he had a really good 10-lap average. I just really thought that um, he was going to have a pretty good car, and that just wasn't – it was like the last couple of years. Kevin Harvick carried the banner for SHR. So – I don't know. They really struggled at times. Yeah, I think uh, I think Boyer needs to get his shit together. Like he's got the equipment too. And the only thing, I, only reason why I think he has a, a ride still is just because it's sense of humor and being funny around the garage. Because he has not produced worth shit. I mean, he's a he's a good driver, but you've heard for uh, 
for you know a couple of years now. I've heard talks of him being a championship contender, and I don't I don't get why. What has he ever done in his career to show me that? Now right. I will say this: in 2012, when Brad Keselowski won the championship, he probably would have won the championship or been close if the Phoenix incident with Jeff Gordon hadn't happened. All right. Now that's given Homestead plays out the same way. Um, but I mean, outside of that, that year with, um, with Michael Walter Brayson, he hasn't shown to me that he's a consistent championship contender. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, he's got a contract year coming up. So, um, so we'll see. We'll see what, uh, they decide to do over there. They got some, uh, they got some decisions to make. A lot of teams do. I know this keeps coming up, but. It's going to be an interesting offseason. The silly season might start early. Let's bring on the man himself, Malik. All right, let's do it. We'll be back in a second, guys, and we'll have uh, have eSports driver Malik Ray with us. Guys, we are back here on the hot lap, and we got uh, esports driver Malik Ray, driver of the 51 Joe Gibbs Racing Toyota. Malik, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. How, how are you guys? Oh, we're doing good. We're um, happy we got you on, man. We um, we uh, we kind of pride ourselves. We we cover a lot of uh, a lot of you know the Coca Cola series and other esports, um, especially when it comes to racing and stuff. So um, we're glad you're you're our second esports driver, but uh. We're glad to have you today. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys asking me to come on board. Yeah, man, I've been watching his streams for like a year, trying to damn pick up on how to <laughs> damn you know run a lap correctly on iRacing, and he's he's so damn helpful. And I still I still suck, so I don't obviously it's still doing something wrong. Well, he he just got a new wheel, so uh, we'll blame it on equipment until he he runs a race. <laughs> so what happened with you last night, Malik? I seen thirty first. I wasn't happy. Um, I made my way up to like twenty third or twenty fourth, and there was a massive checkup off turn two, and I didn't have anywhere to go. I tried to slow down, and when I slowed down, I had the brake bias so low that that um, when I got on the brakes, then the rear end came around, and I just smacked the wall, and it just ah. yeah, it just killed my car after that, and we didn't have another yellow. So that, yeah, that it stayed it. green for a while there. Mm-hmm. But look, man, I was going to start out by asking you, how uh, how did you get started in iRacing, man? How did you get going in this, and how long have you been doing it? Um, I, w- I want to say I started in 2011. Um, what got me doing it, I had seen Dale Jr. Um, he had posted out a tweet that had to do with iRacing, and it was about the current series that I'm in right now. It just had a different title or whatever. Right. And, um, and I saw him doing that. And I think I got an account like maybe like I want to say two or three months later, and here I am. I spent well, like several years 
trying to get you know like um in, into the the Coca Cola series, and now uh, here I am. So I mean, were you a NASCAR NASCAR fan before that? And I mean, I mean, or did you just want something you know mess around on, and then you just got good at it? Um, both, both, both. I gotcha. Because yeah. I mean, how long did it take you to get an I rating as high as yours, just to you know compete to the thing in the in the Coke series? Um, I think I've had I think I've had at least like a um the five K since twenty fourteen maybe or twenty fifteen. Dang. Yeah. It takes yeah. a while to get to, and then you have to maintain it, and then you have to show people that you're capable of, like, like you know, like, like just, just. I, I'm trying to figure out how to put it, like, just how to be fast on the game and whatnot, and you have to do it, you know, week in and week out at like all, all types of tracks. Well, you've obviously impressed Kyle Bush with the new sponsorship you got, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that 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 was huge. That was huge. So uh, we'll go ahead and get this out of the way. Who is your favorite driver? Is it, are you a converted Kyle Busch fan now? Um, see, okay, so like <clears throat> my all-time driver, it had been Jeff Gordon. But then when he retired. Oh, my gosh. We're yeah. going to stop the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but as of right now, it's Kyle Busch. It's been Kyle Busch since Jeff Gordon retired. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're good with Brandon as long as you're – I don't know if you've listened to our other podcasts. As long as you're not a Joey Logano fan, I think he's he's okay with you. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh-uh. Ain't nothing wrong with Jeff Gordon either. I, I didn't like him back in the day, but he grew on me. Yeah, it's probably – I think a lot of people, uh, it, they grew to like him because they were Dale Jr. fans when they became teammates. Yep. That's just how it was for me. Yep. Uh, that's the same way with me. But, yeah, man, so uh, – so you're in the you're in the e NASCAR Coca Cola iRacing series. You, this is what your second year in the series now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, and you so race one and two this year hasn't gone exactly how you wanted to, but um, is there a is there a sense of urgency? I know that the the series is you know uh, quite a bit shorter than the actual Cup schedule. Um, after after two weeks, is there any panic? In, you know in y'all's camp or, uh, or anything like that? Um, to be quite honest with me. Yes. <laughs> I see, I seen your like, tweet earlier. Yes, like, like, you said you had 12 points. I was in like, oh, two shit. whole races, I have 12 points. And to make this series again, you have to finish in the top 20. And yeah. I believe I'm like 37th in points right now. And it's hard to make up points on these guys because like, I mean, everyone is like, like, you know, like at the top of their game. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, last uh, during Daytona, we, I really thought you were going to be a strong contender for the end. But uh, can you explain what exactly? What was the fuel glitch that happened? I seen you you touched on it on social media, but what exactly happened? It's a glitch where if you go down pit road uh-huh. and you're trying to take two gallons of and you're trying to take two gallons of fuel, it'll only give you one can for some reason. Like it'll just uncheck itself, and that's happened to like several different people. Yeah, I've never had it happen to me. It's just like you know, like the the, the worst time. The, in yeah, the most important race that I've done. It just happened to happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, we believe in you. We th- we think uh, we we think you'll be able to get into the top twenty. You're probably going to make the playoffs. Thank you, man. I appreciate the support. Look, yeah. uh, okay, I got another quick question, Blake. Uh, you know, you came over from Richmond Esports last year, and you joined Joe Gibbs. Uh, racing this year what's the biggest difference so far between the two teams man 
Um, I'd say uh, probably maybe just the um <clears throat> the opportunities that I have. Right. Like with Gibbs, like I have the opportunities. Like for Daytona, I had the opportunity to be on a team plane for the race. Like I could have went on Sundays if I didn't have to work, and I could have been on a team plane that takes them, you know, like there at Sunday and back. Oh my God, you should have called yeah. in work. What's the deal? <laughs> couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. I needed oh the money my. for school. I had to. Damn. I know, man. I know. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, are you, do you still have the same setup guy making your setups between the two teams? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, That's a big I, reason why they drafted both of us because me and Graham are on the same team. Gotcha. And Graham's going to be another up and coming stud in the series, in my opinion. Yes, he's very, very good. Very good. Very talented. So, so what about y'all's? Uh, do y'all work pretty close as far as testing the setups and everything? Or is y'all's? Uh, how do y'all really prepare for for each race? Like our team. <clears throat> okay, so pretty much. Me and Graham, they'll send us a setup, and then we'll both go and run, like a fuel run or whatever, or at least 30 laps, and then we'll go give our feedback to them, and then they'll adjust off of that, and then they, and then we just keep the process up. Sometimes we'll do single car runs. Sometimes we'll both run side by side or whatever, <clears throat> so we know how it handles in traffic, because like because um, with these cars, they handle a lot different than 20th and in P1. Like right. it's it's a it's a like it's dirty air is real. Yes, it's it's yeah, it's huge. It's huge, and um, <clears throat> we're pretty much we'll just keep that up up until we feel like um <clears throat> that we've gotten the most speed out of the car, and then that's pretty much how how it'll work. Yeah, a lot of people that don't you know keep up with iRacing and know all the stuff that goes into it think you just hop on every Tuesday when the Coke series is on and and get in there and run, but Y'all put in a lot of damn work behind the scenes, man, to you know be active and competitive in that series. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Like cool. Between like trying to have like the front end like sealed off or whatever, but not like hitting the ground, and then you don't want to be slow on the straightaways because of how well, much draft is involved in this. Yes, like I, I, I okay, so like <clears throat> the gear that Graham ran was a different gear than the gear that I ran. So Graham could like suck up and stuff and be fine, but like the the um the the current gear that I, <clears throat> that I had chose, it was different from his, and that that's why like I would be flying in the corners, but on the straightaways I wouldn't have like you know <clears throat> any type of suck up at all. So, so well, is that is that preference? Is that um so you wanted more uh I guess drivability in your car? Is that yes. really the difference between gears? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think it helps, you know, Malik, when you practice in 20-degree temperature difference. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the current gear that I had ran, that was optimal. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You know, <clears throat> for that track, I guess. But then when the when the actual weather is like, I think it was like, I want to say it was, it was 14 degrees colder, so I should have just, you know, ran the other gear. Yeah, because the thing is, man, I watch your streams religiously just trying to pick stuff up, and when you're racing these A open races, man, you're always, you know, up front and a lot of the damn Coke drivers are in the same races. It's just it just I mean, I guess it's not translating over to the Coke series, just is it due to the setup or what? Um, I would say I would say both. And then um <clears throat> there's also some driver involved. Like how I race an A open is different 
Pirates and the Coke series. Like in the Coke series, when I'm coming through the pack, I do it a lot more differently than I would in like, you know, like I'd say like probably. <clears throat> Are you more cautious in the Coke yes, series? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Why don't you just go balls to the wall like Kyle Bush and do your <laughs> damn thing? <laughs> to be quite honest, the people that I put like three and four wide in NIS, I know that they'll back out of it. That's why I do it because they don't uh, have the yeah yeah <clears throat> like for example if I put Graham and um <clears throat> and Colin Keister three wide in the coach series they're not gonna back out of it we're, we're just gonna stay three wide for the whole entire quarter like no one's gonna give up <laughs> I give a sh- yeah yeah I would definitely back out so yeah exactly. oh, like, I'm not trying to get wrecked yeah <laughs> my ass is three wide I'm going to the back <laughs> yeah. So I just uh, I, I kind of just um, glanced at y'all's schedule today. Um, you say, you know, there's there's a little bit of panic, but is there one track you got circled before the playoffs that you think that's my that's that's the track I'm waiting for that I think I can I can break through and get a win there. Is there anyone? Uh, I'd say Homestead, then Bristol, and probably I want to say I think we go to Michigan too, but that's like I think that was in like September or October, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, actually, it's in uh, July. Oh, I was way off. <laughs> so, so I think, uh, yeah, that's that's another one that's bef- before y'all's cut off, I believe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we still got plenty of time to. Oh yeah. Back two races. Uh, I know it's not the start that you wanted, but you got you know plenty of chances to get back up there. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep your head up, Malik. I'm cheering. <laughs> We're all cheering for you. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I'm trying. <clears throat> It's just hard because when I jump into these races, now instead of dumping into them <clears throat> with the mentality of like, okay, like I'm trying to race, like I'm trying to get a top five, it's like I'm trying to get a top ten. <clears throat> now when I go into the next race, I'm just going to be worried about trying not to get wrecked because if I do, then that's going to be like really, really, really bad. Yeah. yeah. Your, your mindset is going to be completely different in race three. Yeah, it is. Because like, um, <clears throat> so, so like, oh, I want to say <clears throat> for Daytona, I was trying to win that. I mean, like, like, um, like I was up front and I was expecting like at least like a, a top five or something, and I was going to be pretty aggressive for it. And then you know, like the the like thing on pit road happened. Then Auto Club, I wasn't expecting the top five or top ten, but like I was still like you know I was trying like really hard in the race. And then there was a like a massive wreck that happened, and I didn't have anywhere to go. Sounds like me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man, I don't want to keep you, but I'm really, you know, thrilled that you came on and chatted with us a little bit. And we will definitely, you know, keep watching from race to race and, and hope you bounce back. But, uh, JR, you got anything else, man? All I got to say, Malik, is uh, next on March 17th, which is two Tuesdays from now, guys, if uh, when Malik wins, he's got to come back on, on with us uh, that week. That's fine. That's fine. I like that. I like and you, that. Ha- you have to take the damn rowdy drinks that that are on the stream and spread all over the room. <laughs> just, just oh, that's fine. Just not on your high racing stuff because that's the money maker. Yeah, yeah I, he's I, I, I would hate new... to get this stuff wet, man. <laughs> yeah, he sent me a picture of the new damn widescreen forty nine inch he's got, and that damn thing is beautiful. Yes, man. We are. Yeah, we're it. me and Brandon's in the process. We're trying to figure out: do we need to get just triple monitors, or just go ahead and get one of them things? But, but yeah, I man. Get the monitor. 
get go ahead and just get the one monitor the one mm -hmm. yeah is it, I'm, I'm telling you man it is nice it's nice <laughs> it's the best thing that i have well i don't know how much it's going to help me or him but <laughs> well man we, we really appreciate you coming on and uh but yeah man when you win a race maybe we can have you back and uh we'll celebrate and ask you a ton of more ton of more questions we'll have but uh but uh yeah good luck uh next tuesday man i appreciate you guys all right Willie. thank you take it easy